Linda Pinizzato. She's not your typical realtor. She's your real estate counselor, teacher, and advisor. Whether it's a house, townhome, or condo, when you're ready, she's your negotiator. With 34 years of experience, Linda guarantees that you have the real estate knowledge you need to make the right decisions. Call Linda Pinizzato at Sutton Group Quantum Realty, 416-561-7373, or visit her at lindapinizzato.com. Hello there, it's Linda Pinizzato of The Condo Expert, and I want to thank you so much for joining in today because it's a really important subject that I'm going to hit. Why? Because just like you're joining into this radio show, I'd love for you to check off that date on the calendar when you receive what's called an information package for your annual general meeting. That's right, that's you. Condo owners, you know what? I'm not going to preach this. I'm going to teach it. No preaching, just teaching. Very simple. What is an annual general meeting? Let's go right to, and why did I choose that topic today? I've got to hit that first, is that I get inundated with emails about annual general meetings. And I can't believe how many people own a condominium and they're really not familiar with what it is, why you need it, how, what happens over there, do you have to go, why is it important, why bother, you know, are we allowed to speak at the AGM, if two people own a unit, are both of them allowed to attend, can they both vote, I, I God, the list goes on, it's unbelievable. Today I was actually going to have a, uh, a guest in And I've decided to postpone it because the subject was going to be about, you know, being a new board member and what it felt like and how did you get elected and when you got elected, uh, you know, how did the whole circumstance come? Well, that's independent to one person. So I decided to do a total about face and literally give you not the preach, but the teach. So here we go. Why do condominium buildings have annual general meetings. Okay. First of all, when you bought your property, you bought your uh, condominium and you moved in, there's a particular anniversary date of the annual general meeting. And generally it's going to be within a week to two weeks because a condominium corporation has to have an annual general meeting once a year. That's not open for discussion. They have to have it or they're in non-compliance to the Condominium Act. You know, I can't believe it because I actually received, I mean, I was floored. I received an email from a couple who haven't had an annual general meeting in their building for three years and they wanted to know what they can do in order for them to arrange one. But that's where the sad part is. They can't do anything to arrange it. The reason is is that an annual general meeting is arranged by the board of directors. And if anybody wants to delve into it deeper, you can easily look it up under the Condominium Act 1998. Just go into Google, type it in, and it will come up. Open it up. It is quite complicated, but at least it's going to give you some degree of information about annual general meetings. However, I'm going to simplify it for you all today. So the bottom line is, is that the condominium corporation, okay, which is you, 
but it's being overseen by the elected officials who are the board of directors. Now, preparing the package and so on is the responsibility of the property manager. Why? Because the property manager is contracted, okay, they're actually an employee of the property management company, and they've been contracted by the board of directors to oversee the operations of the building, not make decisions, but just oversee and perform and uh, literally be the property manager. That is the second arm of the board of directors. So the board of directors make a decision. They tell the property manager to implement that decision. And that's the operations of a condominium building. Now, many times, some of these condo boards, man, they, I don't get it. They're, they're elected. They accept the election. They put themselves at huge liability risks because they understand absolutely nothing about condominiums. And all of a sudden, rather than learning because they've taken on that responsibility, they turn around and they just leave all the decision-making processes and the power in the hands of the property manager. The insurances for the building, like director's liability insurance, doesn't cover the property manager. I mean, the property manager is an employee, again, of the property management company. So, which means you as a director, you could be in default of that liability, director's liability. If all of a sudden a decision is made that you weren't a party to, however, because you are the director you're taking full responsibility. So I really caution everyone that makes the decision to put their hand up or submit their name to stand for election at an annual general meeting to be a board member. But let's get back. Let's get back to the AGM. So so basically, at any annual general meeting, you have to have quorum. Now, what is quorum? Quorum means that there has to be 25% of the unit owners, okay, either by proxy or in attendance, in order for you to start the AGM. So, you know, it's fine and dandy. Notices can go out and uh, you can all receive them in the mail. You can toss them over at the side in the counter. But if that annual general meeting, okay, does not have representation by 25% of unit owners, that means one per unit, by the way, then the AGM cannot continue. It's going to have to be rescheduled and the whole process is going to happen again where the mail outs are, uh, you know, the, um, the package is put together, it's mailed out again, another date is arranged, the auditor is going to be rescheduled. So, you know, there is some cost factors involved in doing that. And that's why you really need to, I would say, okay, fine, you could just in, as far as voting, use the proxy or, or send in a uh, proxy for quorum. But really, when the minute you do that, you're literally saying, hey, you know what, I don't really care. I'm not going to be around. I don't have any friends or families that uh, would step into this. And quite frankly, I don't even feel like asking them. So forget that. You know what, I'm just going to take this proxy, and I'm going to send it over to property management. And they can go choose whatever they want. And if they hand it over to a board, and by chance, you have a board that is not honest, and they show little governance, and there's some, quite frankly, monkey business going on in your condo, well, you can expect that to continue because it's a high possibility that the proxy could be tampered with. 
But at the same time, you're going to say, well, that shouldn't be happening. Well, you know, at the same time, you handed it over and said, here, I trust you. I don't know who you are. I've never met you. I don't have any business dealings with you. I figure everything should be fine. Sure, my maintenance fees went up 10% last year, but hey, that's the cost of living. Well, it's not. Somewhere along the way, every condo owner, really, you have to take responsibility and, and try and protect the value in your building. So, so the bottom line is, is a quorum of 25%, whether it be in proxies or in attendance, has to be represented at the annual general meeting in order for it to continue. However, having said that, I'm going to go back to the package. So the package that's being mailed to you. So it's either going to be, if you live in the building, chances are it might be in your mailbox just to save on postage stamps and so on. If you're an offsite owner, you will definitely be receiving them in the mail. Some condo boards are doing electronic transmission. So, you know, maybe you're going to be uh, receiving it through fax and or email. But generally speaking, it'll either be dropped off in the mailbox or mailed out to you. And that particular package will outline everything that's going to be happening at the annual general meeting. It'll give you a complete agenda. And I'm going to go through an agenda of a typical annual general meeting. The table of contents of this particular package, number one, will be a letter from your president. Now, the letter should basically, you know, give you a little bit of a rundown of what's happened over the years. It it really should not be a form letter. To me, I always feel, I've, I was actually, I am actually a president of a condo board, and I have been for almost uh, 17 years in total of two buildings. And every year when our owners receive the packages that come from our buildings, I will always provide them with a complete overview and I will tell them exactly what's been completed. So in other words, uh, say if there was important repairs to the aging infrastructure and the garage ramp, whether or not, you know, we had any issues or repairs done on our hot water tank or heating cool systems or ventilation equipment. I'll also talk about whether decisions were made for energy retrofitting over the years and what the cost will be to do it and how much the cost would be. What kind of uh, savings are we going to experience because we've taken this initiative? I tell them what the uh, what we're looking at for the future. You know, are we looking at doing corridors pretty soon? Is the reserve fund study up to date? I will also bring their attention to certain notices that could be, you know, in the package that I want them to pay strict attention to. And I want to make sure that they feel extremely confident and comfortable to know that the board and the property manager is working on their behalf and that what we are trying to do is make sure that the building keeps its value that the corporation is run efficiently, effectively, cost-saving, and completely under a thorough governance of the Condominium Act. I welcome everybody to come to the annual general meeting. If they cannot come, we do request a proxy only because we have to satisfy ourselves with the 25% quorum or we can't hold the general meeting. So I do caution them that if they don't you know, kind of work with us on it, we will have to rebook it again, uh, which will be a, a cost to the corporation. Now, that's the type. Oh, and I also will introduce whether or not a board member is planning on returning, just to update them on who is a board member 
and whether or not that board member and, and whether the board endorses that particular board member in the sense where, yes, so-and-so has been on the board, they are standing for re-election. That's it. We're not telling anybody to vote for them. We're just identifying who that person is and the fact that they did contribute their time as a board member, and now they're coming back and they want to be re-elected. Now, that's the type of letter that you should see. Like that's the type of president's letter that is always the best type. And the reason is, is because again, you know, if you receive an annual general meeting package and it's only coming out to you once a year, how difficult is it for the president or even the property manager to prepare a one page outline? The president signs it and it's sent out to you. Don't you feel like you're important? Don't you feel like that president really cares because if they're just sending an ordinary form letter, this is when the AGM is. Here's the package. Please review it. We hope to see you there. Thank you so much. What is that? If that's the lack of care that they put into their position, and yes, granted, it's a volunteer position, but if that's the lack of care that they put into that position, just in the sense of an eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper that's sent out, what kind of care and conscientiousness do they put in the operations of decisions with the condominium building? So I think it speaks volumes. It really does. Now, the next thing would be what's called is a notice of meeting. Now, in accordance to the Condominium Act, all of the condo owners have to be provided with a notice of meeting. And the reason is, is it's because not only does it go to the members of the condominium corporation, which is you, the owners, but also states on it and to the mortgagees of record. Because after all, you own your condo, kind of, sort of, unless you have it paid off completely. Your mortgage company also owns a portion of it. So, so this notice of meeting will identify what time, what, what the date is, that it is an annual general meeting, what the date is, the time, where the meeting is going to be held. And I'm going to read one thing to you. In accordance with Section 28 of the Condominium Act 1998, we wish to inform you that one position is available for election to the board for a term of three years. Now, that may be one position, that could be two positions, it could be one year under the first year, but generally after that, they tend to be three years terms. So it does notify you of what positions are available. Also, under subsection 51.6 of the Condominium Act 1998, the position is reserved for voting by owners of owner-occupied units. Now, that's in this particular case. Now, an owner-occupied unit what that means is there's five board mem members generally. And if there's three board members in, say, some condos, there's always going to be one position that's held strictly for the decision of people who own and live in their condo building. The position doesn't have to be anyone that either owns a, owns a unit or owns in that building or maybe even doesn't even own a condo. The voting has to be only by people that live in the building. So that's actually called the owner-occupied position. And like I said, there's only one. Now, if that is the position that's up for re-election, it has to be noticed in, notified in this record. If it's any other one of the positions, it will strictly just be that there is a position available for elections. Okay, so I need to make sure that everyone understands the owner-occupied unit position Okay, is not available for owners who do not live in the building, 
they are not eligible to vote. They can stand for election, but they're not eligible to vote. So that's generally what the notice of meeting, and it'll be signed by the president. Now, the agenda. The first item of the agenda is, of course, your registration. Now, so typically, if you've given your proxy to someone else, when they arrive at the building, and they tend to be anywhere between, say, 6.30 to 7 o'clock registration, generally the meetings will either start at 7 or 7.30. So when you or that representative that you've chosen arrives at the building, they will register against your unit to show that there's been representation made against your unit. If you're there, of course, you wouldn't be signing a proxy because you're present. You will be given a voting ballot. Now, if you live in the building, you'll get the voting ballot if the position available is that owner-occupied position. You'll also get the ballot if the position is for any position. If you don't live in the building, you will register. But if that's the position that's available for voting, you will not receive a ballot. Okay? So it's really important because that registration is what's going to keep tabs on whether or not we have a quorum of 25%. Because on the registration form, it's going to be ticked off as to how many proxies were received against the units where they were representing. So if property management received 22 proxies, 22 units on that registration form would be checked off to show that it was a proxy that was received on behalf of that. Now the proxy has two, it has two positions going for the proxies. Okay. The proxy can be used simply as a proxy to meet the 25% quorum or the proxy and, or the proxy can be used for voting. So if somebody doesn't want to vote when they're not there or offer a vote to anybody, say, for instance, you're a condo owner, you don't know the candidate, you're not going to be at the meeting, you want to send in a proxy, and you only want to use it for quorum purposes, you will not check off or make a notice or put the candidate's name or anything on the proxy. So therefore, your proxy is only being used for vote for uh, quorum. In other words, making sure that that meeting has 25% of owners so that the meeting can continue. If you also put in your nomination of the person's name, like check off the person's name or insert the name of one of the candidates that you see that's been uh, identified in this particular package, then you would complete that. So then now your proxy has two purposes, one for quorum, one for voting. Now, the meeting is about to start. And on that note, we're going to take a break and I'll go more into it. So hang tight. And uh, you're listening to Linda Pinizzato at the Condo Expert here at the studio at the Hayes FM. Oh, my computer crashed. Oh, no, I've got a virus. Oh, uh, no way. No internet connection. Do you need help? Call IT Mayday. 647-977-7113. ITMayday.com. And thank you so much for joining me. You know, today has been just a fascinating time of learning so much of what's going on out there. And that's what the condo expert is all about. I'll hit so many different issues. You'll notice them on iTunes and on podcast. Reporting here from the Hayes FN. 
You have been listening to Linda Pinizzato of The Condo Expert. Now, also remember, register yourself. If you're a condo owner or condo buyer, register at www.coaontario.com. And also, if you've got questions, whether they're real estate related or condominium or property values, this and that, you know, I wouldn't have the uh, information I have had I not had the experience that I've received, and I certainly wouldn't have been able to start the Condo Owners Association without having this kind of a background. So contact me at Linda Pinizzato, P-I-N-I-Z-Z-O-T-T-O at coaontario.com or Linda at lindapenizzato.com. Until the next time, have a fantastic day and thank you so much for tuning in. Linda Pinizzato guarantees that you have the real estate knowledge you need to make the right decisions. Call Linda Pinizzato at Sutton Group Quantum Realty, 416-561-7373 or visit her at lindapinizzato.com. Get up, stand up, stand up for your right. Get up, stand up, don't give up the fight.